Welcome to Two Punts, One Goal. I'm here with the fan favourite, Pardo. Come close to the mic and tell the people what's going on today. All right. Uh, so we've got the review of the Bills Books game of last night, Thursday Night Football. We've got the preview of the games of week eight. Um, we've got, what was your segment again? Oh, it's called Sacked Coach Working. So kind of play Sacked on dead, man, dead men walking. We got the Pardo's power rankings, and uh, I suppose we're we're talking about what the, the, the Pump Brothers have got for the weekend ahead. Um, All right, lovely. I think that that's a nice little intro there. Intro music, please. Okay, we're ready to get going. What a nice little lineup you suggested we had today, Pardo. Where do you want to start? Should we just do some general chat? Yeah, how's your week been so far? Uh, week has been pretty good, pretty productive. I had a, had a nice lunch just before, obviously, we do this pod. Um, you've heard about my ramen shenanigans in the past, <laughs> but we do this pod just after lunch, uh, 1 p.m. CT, just before yeah. lunch for you, just after lunch for me. Um, today, I had to drop my door off. It's the, it's the school half term at the moment. And uh, I popped into a kind of Lebanese kitchen on the on the way back, and I had a hummus and shawarma meat plate. Nice. It was very nice, like yeah. That. And obviously, you get some like sauces and and bread and like nice flat bread. It was very good. Only six euro fifty, and uh, I was very I couldn't even finish it. I was so stuffed. And then actually, I almost walked out without pen. I was like, thank you. Obviously in German, like I was like, Danke, choose. And the left and the guy's like, Bezahlen, Bezahlen, <laughs> which means to pay. Um, I was like, oh, God, totally forgot. And then I'm uh, terrible with a tab at a, at a pub or whatever. You know, I love a tab, but then, you know, you get so, you know, into your normal routine of just walking out at the end. And, yeah. Yeah. I have to really remind myself or just make sure I pay up front. I can't, yeah, exactly. know, I can't trust my uh, bad habits. But I'm the same. I'm the same. So, yeah, anyway, all was good. Uh, he was laughing and then I paid. Um, how about you? How was how was your week? Um, yeah, it's been all right, actually. I mean, it's it's a bit weird because obviously, yeah, we had a, a I suppose, a, a fun pod on Tuesday um, where, you know, I had a few st- statistical errors and, uh, you know, on social media, we had our first troll, which was quite exciting. That was um, brilliant, actually. Well, you you had a so you should go back and listen, listener. If you've missed the the Tuesday pod, go back and listen to it because Pardo basically gets something wrong. Uh, he he said that the last time when we did the pod started it three years ago or four years ago even now. Uh, he said that the the Ravens were in the Super Bowl, and I was like, no, they weren't. And anyway, he, he started that that led to a meltdown where he was so confused about what he was saying, he doubted everything he said, and and then basically, but. Then he reached out to people on Twitter and asked people to listen to the pod, and um, you got basically a, a listener. Like someone said, "Yeah, I'll give it a listen," and then got to that point where you said Baltimore Ravens were in the Super Bowl, and he basically wrote to you and said, "I am not listening to people who know nothing about the NFL. This is terrible." And then he hated the name of the podcast. He hated everything, didn't he? I, I don't know what it was, but it, it was it was quite entertaining, wasn't it? On like a Wednesday evening, just getting that kind of message coming through because I mean it, it was surprising, really, because 
often with the messaging we do out on Twitter, and hopefully you're listening because of our messaging out and you know the engagement we're trying to do on there. Um, because everyone's been quite positive. So extremely positive. Yeah. And like fair enough, some people just say, Yeah, we'll do, and then don't, which is all right, but at least you know that their uh, heart's in the right place. But for someone to go out of the way, obviously listen, which is great, but also I mean it's constructive feedback at the end of the day from my side. Yeah. Um, well, we got the listener statistic anyway, so at least we got that a stat. You know, listen for over sixty seconds, we get the stats. So uh, make sure you do that um, if you're not enjoying it. Um, but yeah, so but also <laughs> it's been chaotic because uh, yeah, uh, I was saying to you earlier that my daughter's been ill and you know work's been quite uh, busy. But I think it's it's nice coming to through to Friday. It feels like a long week for me. Um, but also, yeah, I, I think I was, I was suggesting to you because I, I was like suddenly having like moments this week. I think of like, right, I need to start sh- uh, sort stuff out. And I was like, right, um, so I've, I've ordered a new car. Um, and also I was just reading up about like uh, cause I, my wardrobe is an absolute mess. I thought so. Oh, hang on. Oh. Let's go back to the, the let's split this into two because you're you're going to start talking about. You're now an electric vehicle owner, or will be. You're going into the electric market. What what spurred that decision? You're you uh, trying to save the planet, or you just like the you like the car? What's going on there? Oh, um, well, I think with that because it's like a it's a new work scheme that they do. So you get like one, there's tax benefits of getting a car that's fully electric that you can't get if it's like a hybrid or certainly a diesel which is what i currently own so i am keen to do my bit so he um, says driving around in a massive diesel for the last oh well years. but it's a fuel efficient it's very fuel efficient so it's <laughs> it's a relatively new car and yeah it and i've always been wary about the range of these electric cars so but this one's a long ranger i think it's classic got... range anxiety eh the the old range anxiety but I think they're okay nowadays. This, 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 um, the top up places are everywhere. Now it's, it's weird because I was having a conversation with my brother. He's got like a, a Lexus, Lexus electric one, and he's always oh, and listen to the money you're using from this, uh, this family no, over there. But, but, the, the, but the thing is, he used to always like run out of fuel in his car before, and like when he used to have a diesel, he's one of those guys that used to use, uh, you know, the use vegetable oil. If you run, you know, if you want to kind of save on petrol, you can use a uh, vegetable oil. It's always get clogged up, but it's all. But these are the people that are kind of early engagement with electric cars because they think, oh yeah, it looks cool. I want a Tesla, blah blah, on the driveway. But they're the guys that kind of push the boundaries of what you can do. And it's like if it's a petrol car and you run out of fuel, which I've had several calls from my brother when he's run out of fuel to come and sort him out and bail him out. So if he's got an electric car and he's pushing the boundaries, you kind of run out of power on the motorway. You're screwed. You need some solar panels. You can't on top. all be like uh, the long way up with you and McGregor, and you know when they did it with those electric bikes. Yeah, that was good. And they just yeah. had this massive generator on a truck following through the Andes. Yeah, <laughs> your brother <laughs> running out of what petrol. The AA will be soon. Is that you know just a big generator? I, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever run out of petrol. Ever. No, I, I'm a bit more same. like as soon as I see it on half, I'm like off to the petrol station. <laughs> This is it. So the electric car is for the introverts out there, not for the extroverts that want to, you know, push the boundaries of everything. It's like, you know, the the soft and planners and the cautious people out there, they're the ones that, you know, are right for the right fit for the electric car at the moment. 
Well, I so, like it. Uh, I like that you're doing your bit. And uh, oh, it sounds also, like it's yeah, also a good deal. Yeah. So I like the idea of selling my car, getting a bit of cash injection before Christmas and over the next year. But also, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting electric, you know, getting the next, because uh, that's that's where everything's going. So it's uh, getting there a bit Makes sooner sense. than I thought I would. So it's quite exciting. Well, there you go, listener. I think if you if you need an electric car, go and talk to your employer and get this uh, scheme. It sounds pretty good. If you're so, in the UK, uh, yeah, you should yeah. be eligible. Yeah, get on it. All right. Well, if you have an employer, there you go. If not, Oh, unlucky. No. Wait a few more years like me. Go on. <laughs> you can and set what's... something up in your company if you're ever going to get an employee. Yeah. <laughs> One day. One day if we ever get an employee, I'll set up some of these schemes. Oh, we'll be the best place to work for in the world. It's just that if we ever get there, we'll be, uh, we'll be the question. Anyway, sure. you were also talking about your new wardrobe. So you found well, something, a time capsule wardrobe, you called it. You sent me a yeah, link quite for like this the thing. idea of that. Yeah, yeah Explain yeah. this to me. What is it? So I think like, so the idea is, is that, well, I, I think I was trying to like just get rid of junk. And then I was suddenly got, came across this article around like a time capsule wardrobe. So the idea is that obviously you trim down your wardrobe into kind of a few key pieces, but also you make it so those items are kind of timeless so you're just going for a classic style a few key pieces and it'll stand the service of time and you can just rotate it and because it doesn't stand out it's kind of darker colors no bright colors sticking to t-shirts i've got a nice oxford business casual but also can be socially casual as well um so it kind of covers a lot of different avenues and you just kind of like um use the right kind of accessories alongside it so you just have two key jackets so it's just keeping everything minimalized so you're just having less items but you're just going for higher quality that'll stand the service of time but then again so I basically say that, I mean, yeah so it's on. like a hand solo wardrobe right like you get a nice leather jacket and then like this uh you know like what hand solo wears the same clothes every day but looks cool it's something like that. Oh, like Bart Simpson, but not bright. You know, obviously that's a bit too obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Homer, well, well, wear white shirt, blue pants, and... This meltdown fun. really did a number on you, didn't it? The meltdown in the last pod, and all of a sudden you've changed your whole life. You've got a new car, you've got this new wardrobe. This guy, this guy who trolled you on Twitter really did a number on you. I mean, he's, he's inspired you to change your life. I think you should reach out to him and say, thanks a lot to you. What was I think his, it... Uh, I think it it was, um, I suppose it's coincidence. I was going to say, like, I, I think one, you get like notes, like, and you, it's a bit annoying, but I think you're like, there's, there's, I think there's stuff happening outside of that, uh, that I won't go on to in the pod, but that is kind of m the main kind of motivator around, uh, doing stuff at the moment. So I think it's just a I'm good thing. Uh, it's I have no one idea of those things that you kind of waiting so. to do and you kind of, right, need to get, and also it's annoying because, suddenly like world's normalizing finally and i you know like i've got to go to kind of see clients and you know meet more people out outside and like these social activities that i think i've kind of just been getting away with you know like every time i go and wear you know i don't wear shoes that often but every time i go it's like, oh, i need to sort those shoes out they are i don't wear legs. shoes i don't wear shoes that often so no, you... i'm a trainer guy you want... i'm a trainer oh. guy <laughs> i thought you were barefoot <laughs> Well, like, ah, well, this is it. So I, I generally, you know, because I work from home a lot and uh, I am a big advocate of uh, barefoot running, if you can do it, or, you know, just walking around barefoot because it's better 
um, just generally than wearing shoes. Have you ever been barefoot running? Uh, No. Okay. (laughs) You're a very big advocate. Well, no, well, not an advocate, but, you know, minimalist shoes, you know, that you kind of wear. So it kind of um, is similar to running barefoot. So you, you, yeah feet run freely and you know they aren't restricted and i suppose it helps the ones with the toes the ones with the toe things yeah those uh the vibram five fingers not that i do that i I wear those uh night freeze oh no they're all slitted yeah well i don't know i'm not really into my running so um the back belly is coming back so i need to do i need to do a bit of exercise even if you you, even for walking it's a is a good one to kind of look into Yeah, yeah Right. Well, you know, I, last time we went hiking, actually, because uh, I, I do like a bit of hiking. And as we're getting older, it's a nice activity to do together. So occasionally we've done a few hiking trips in the past. And as and usually because if I travel, I just take like one pair of shoes that I can even wear on a night out and hiking. And uh, I did everything in those um, those kind of like brown boots. Remember last time they were pretty good. You've always, well, this is it. You've always had some sturdy brown boots. And this is. Yeah. Also, what I realized is that the recommendation in that time capsule wardrobe is a pair of white trainers. I don't have. Yeah. I don't have any boots, like black boots. I'm a and time capsule guy I, without without even a time capsule it. guy without even realizing. Yeah, yeah. Minimalist wardrobe and it's timeless accessory. And I this is say, it. So I've got. Go, go on. on. No, I was going to say, but like my my wardrobe, even though I've never heard of this time capsule concept, but I am a believer in you have a few good items. And then what I like to wear is I have a pair of black jeans and a pair of denim jeans. Then I have uh, about four black t-shirts of this style that I like with a good high collar Mm. and round necks. And then uh, a few white t-shirts and that's about it. And then I have like two good jumpers. And then the rest is just like different jackets that I put them with it, like nice jackets uh, that I like this one I'm wearing now. Like it's a bit yeah, more yeah, of the yeah. the bear style, you know, the the chef in the bear. He's got one like this. And um, I have a leather one that I bought many years ago, but I never wore because I just I, every time I put it on, I'm like, I can't go out of the house with his leather jacket. I can't pull this off. That's that's where I draw the line. Leather jackets. Yeah, but oh, I've always you, wanted you to wouldn't wear a leather jacket. No. No, I've wanted to. I just can't pull them off. I don't know what it is. Maybe a nice, uh, a nice distressed brown leather jacket. Maybe I could pull off. But what yeah. was that? What was that one you had years ago? Um, that we named off that guy from uh, the Webster. That oh, was yeah. a leather jacket. What was that pleather? <laughs> he meant guy there. By the way, he didn't. He, he said that that gay. Uh, but he meant guy. Kevin Webster. Oh, I said guy, didn't I? No, I think it sounded like it sounded like you said "gay" to me, um, but oh, it wasn't. Right. Well, it wasn't uh, a slur. Guy. Oh, yes, right. it you, wasn't you know a slur. Uh, you know, I'm vulnerable to trolls, so thanks exactly. For that. No, I'm just just picking you up there, just trying to help because yes, I used to have a leather jacket. I bought it at a flea market. It was okay in my twenties, right? And it, I bought it at a flea market. It was kind of like a reddish brown, and people, you remember the so to the listener, if you ever watch Coronation Street when you were younger. Um, there was a mechanic, car mechanic called Kevin Webster who used to wear a leather jacket every day, a brown, brownish leather jacket, and it looked just like his. So then everyone started calling me Kevin Webster. So I, I duly stopped wearing it after a while. But no, there's something about leather jackets at our age that starts to make me feel like midlife crisis territory. 
Mm. You know, so I, I kind of I think we're a bit old now. When you start wearing a leather jacket at our age, mm, I'm not sure. But so. I mean, and also, I mean, of all the accessories that it is kind of like telling you to get, that's the most expensive as well. It's a big investment for something that might look a bit of a plebin. I, I did but... I did see actually a nice jacket on um mm. the other day. It was like a suede, a suede black bomber jacket so kind of leather but not the shiny leather right suede's mm-hmm. like a different you but know actually, timeless, I figured... that's the thing a leather jacket just is always bomber jacket, there. suede bomber jacket definitely timeless definitely and guess what i learned something the other day I, I actually i saw it on a friend and i was like where where is where does suede come from like what is it from a is it pig leather is it cow leather like what is suede happened so with we any looked... leather. it's just the other side of the yes and we do you know what it is do you know where suede comes from no, go on. It's the underside of the the cow. That's why it's not so yeah. waterproof. So the the other leather, the normal leather, comes from the top side of the cow, which obviously the cow gets a lot of water on its back in the fields. So it's quite waterproof that leather. And uh, but the underside of the cow mm-hmm. is not so. Um, yeah, it's not so waterproof because it doesn't really need to be. And that's where suede comes from. So that's a little interesting factoid for you. That's quite cool, actually. Yeah, I, I yeah. like that. Yeah, because I kind of had a minor understanding, but I, I, you know, one of those that you never really look in the detail on. You just kind of like, right, okay, I'm happy with that. I move on with my life. But no, that's, exactly, that's pretty good. All right, All so right. maybe we should <laughs> we should dip into a little bit of NFL. But before we before we do, um, yeah. let's say if you're listening to this point, listeners. If you could go on to Spotify, give us a rating, give us a nice five-star rating, that would be lovely, and give us a follow on Spotify, or wherever you get the pods, if you're listening anywhere, subscribe, give us a rating if you can. Um, it's very helpful to help other people find us, and makes us uh, feel it's worthwhile what we're doing, so it helps everyone at the end of the day, you know, helps people to Absolutely. learn about suede, time capsules, electric vehicles, and a bit about the NFL. Shall we move on to the NFL, that being said? Let's let's. Uh, I think it's time for your power power rankings. I would like to start with you doing some power rankings. Oh no, we should actually just quickly discuss Thursday night football. Maybe a quick overview of that, and then jump into power rankings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What was the score? Uh, It was uh, twenty four to the Bills, eighteen to the Bucks. Oh, nice to see the Bills get back to winning ways. Yeah, after a bit of a difficult time. What happened in that game? Anything of note? Um, well, we Josh Allen had a really good game actually. Um, so he he was kind of back on form. So um, his uh, rating was like seventy eight percent of passes completing um, for a total of three hundred twenty four yards. He threw an interception though, didn't as well. He? he threw an interception, but was it obviously didn't kill them if they won the game? Yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't kind of a, a clincher, and I think. One of the, the the main things is obviously the special teams for Bills as well. That was a, a a key kind of thing to keeping the books back. You know, in terms of every time they got a new kickoff, it, it was holding them back. So, um, yeah, that kept the score down for Tampa Bay really. Um, and there was a little late surge from the books as well. Um, they got a touchdown and a, a two point conversion, but and there was a, a failed uh, hail mary attempt as well. If you ever get to watch oh. the. Interesting. I'll take a I'll take a look. And um I saw that James Cook had a pretty good day for the Bills because they've been a little bit without a run game. And their running back James Cook got like 67 yards yesterday, which is which is good on 14 carries. 
And um, a little shout out to Dalton Kincaid, the the tight end yes. who was drafted this season, who scored a touchdown. And he, he was on. He got five receptions, but his average reception was thirteen yards. So that's a nice little weapon there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. That was the that was the standout thing for me, Kincaid, and uh, the wide receivers as well. Um, yeah, Davis and uh, Shakir having uh, really good performances there, and. Um, Davis um, had a career high of uh, nine receptions of 87 yards and a touchdown. Um, well, so good day at the office for Gabe Davis there. I think my mm. round of applause goes to him. That's my silent new thing. Round of applause. I, I give wow. I give a little silent <laughs> round of applause to my to, to my player of the game. If you do a sort of non-visual podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I can add in a round of applause sound effect later, or maybe not if I can't be bothered. Um, do you have? We're going to move on to your power rankings now. Have you got okay. a jingle for your power rankings? A voice jingle? Uh, yeah, a voice. Part you know, like how I. Oh, I think right. I can do one. Go on then, do I it can again. Do one. I'll be quiet. Pardo's power rankings. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's very difficult, as I say, you know, I'm a natural introvert, so to do stuff like that on the cuff is quite hard, especially if I had no beers in me. Obviously, I'm a classic five-beer guy, and I've become into a ridiculous extrovert and become very annoying, so... uh... (laughs) I've seen it. Power rankings. (laughs) (laughs) It only takes me half a beer to become very annoying, so... (laughs) (laughs) All right, go on, power Uh... rankings. Power ranking. So let's let's start with the bottom five then. So we got the poor old Panthers still sitting on zero and six. Um, but they did have a bye week last weekend, so they're they're on the the course for a redemption. Uh, they're up against the your boys or your new boys, should I say, the Texans? Uh, this oh, weekend. that's a good game. So that's that's, a good be, that's game. one of the standout games for me. Um, also, uh, yeah, you got the. The Cardinals at 31st, uh, they're one and six now. Um, and they're not looking like they're gonna get much redemption this week because they're up against the Ravens. Ooh, yeah. Who are flying high. Uh the Ravens are I'll just touch on the, the top five, but Ravens are now up from twelfth last week to third. But could it be so the Ravens turn to fall? Because every single team that people start championing gets beat the following week as soon as people start saying, wow, they're great, they're Super Bowl contenders. Well, this is why it's quite interesting because obviously Ravens are flying high, Cardinals are down the luck. So, I mean, it's a real swing game, you know, or, you know the impact on it. Obviously, if Cardinals get that win against a high-ranking team like the Ravens, that's going to really push them into the mid-tier of the, the rankings almost just up on the back of one week. Uh, one they might win. be getting Kyler Murray back soon as well, the Cardinals. But we'll see yeah, also so what happens make... before the trade deadline as well, if anything anything happens there. But... Yeah, so that's what I've got against it. Yeah, what to do with Kyler Murray is the big yeah. question. So Yeah, well, I don't think he'll be back for a couple of weeks if he is coming back at all. But yeah, that's interesting to see what happens there. Mm-hmm. They're, the they're an interesting starting... team. Mm-hmm. Because this is I was actually... Because similar to, you know, you're doing this, the power rankings, and the ones you have in the bottom are also going to be mentioned, maybe a lot of them will be mentioned in the sacked coach working section, right? right? Okay, okay. Because it correlates. It correlates. Let's let's finish off the the bottom five then. So you've got the Bears at 30th. They're they're on the charge. 
following their win against the Raiders last week. So it'd be interesting if they can maintain that momentum. Also, the Patriots are in a similar situation, um, but they've got a big test against the Dolphins uh, this weekend. So Giants are sitting at 28th. Uh, they had a great win against the Commanders last week, um, and but they've got the Battle of New York this week against the Jets. Oh, that's a big a one. Mid, mid-ranking, so we don't really know where they sit, but that Giants-Jets, now Giants have got a couple of wins under their belt. That makes that game a lot more interesting than it was uh, a few weeks ago. Um, looking at the top five, then it's all change. Um, we've now got a new leader in the Chiefs. He were fifth last well week deserved after. well deserved yeah yeah so i think he's starting to sit how maybe we're, we're looking going into the, the the second half of the season so you got chiefs in first eagles are up after their win against was it the dolphins that they played last week so they're now six and one so yeah. for the eagles being dolphins that's moved them up ravens as we mentioned a third dolphins are now sitting in fourth and the 49ers that looked invincible only three weeks ago are now sitting in fifth after their second loss in a row against the Vikings. They're now five and two and lions are licking their wounds in sixth place. And see, let's see what they can do. That's a real test for them. Can they come back this week and, and shake that, that defeat off uh, against the Raiders? That's a nice little pick me up game where yeah, exactly. they can make themselves it, right. Well, this is it. So, you know, you've got like, Raiders, I mean, they're 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 worth mentioning because they're they're not in the the bottom five. They're certainly not in the top five, but they are. I'd be surprised after a loss against if they lose to the Lions this week, then yeah, they're they're looking in a not not in a great place. I mean, it, it's weird to see them uh, still second in their division against the Chiefs, um, yeah. but you've got like the Chargers that we don't know where they are and Broncos. They got their first win, but that then they got a very good, difficult game this week. I think they're against the Chiefs. Um, yes, yeah, Broncos against, against the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, and the Chiefs because they're now six and one, and everyone else is so poor in that that division. They're pretty much clinched AFC West already. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. It's it's so funny because these are three should be three good teams on paper, really, and. Uh, mm. You know, with the financial backing and all of this kind of stuff, I guess. But yeah, they've all they're in disarray, and the Chiefs just keep being the Chiefs. I mean, it's all shaking out a little bit, right? And um, mm. we sit here in kind of sort of going into Week Eight, and the Chiefs are the team to beat, right? They are the they're the Super Bowl champions. They have the best quarterback, and that that's the that's the team that people need to beat on the definitely in that conference if they want to get to the Super Bowl. And then it's it's it goes through Arrowhead every year, right? At the moment, it's like the Chiefs win the division, they get a bye, they get a home game, and then basically the the conference always goes They're through nice Arrowhead, and fresh, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Um, and I suppose honourable mentions for those kind of you know almost on the the verge of getting into that top five position. Obviously, you got the Jags that have been do, performing really well. They're now five and two. Um, Cowboys they got the Steelers and the this week, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Another winnable game. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it looks like Lawrence is potentially set to outshine Pickett this Sunday. Um, but again, yeah, I, I almost initially when I was looking at the fixtures this week, they didn't seem that 
nothing really struck at me immediately. But then, obviously, as I've gone through these power rankings, suddenly you can see the little battles facing off as you get into the detail there. So, and I think, am I, am I right thinking that there's no buys this week? Everyone's playing. Well, that's a good question. I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. Well, I'm well, that, check that before saying it, but I think it's an no interesting No worries, question. no worries. We can leave that one floating out there and a, a listener control us if, we, if you got that wrong. What's uh, What game is on Sky, do you know? And what game will you be watching this week? Um, or... Well, I think for me, I, I've not checked the Sky um, games, but yeah, we mentioned Panthers-Texans. I think I really want Panthers to kind of get their first win. Um, just to set the balance, and uh, hopefully, you know, that they've got if they get a win today, then uh, this weekend, should I say, there's a there's a good chance that there's redemption potentially on the cards for those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you got the Rams against the Cowboys. Um, it'd be interesting how how that kind of faces off. I think the Rams are on, you know, that they're, they're on a bit of a downward curve where the Cowboys get this win. They're also another team pushing for that top five, um, and. There's another one. Brown Seahawks could be a good one. Um, Battle of the Defences. But um, like I say, there's not anyone that stands out. But I think you know, I've got an interesting kind of all the games in terms of how they're all going to flip out. And I, I hope there's going to be some upsets. I think a lot of them you think, well, yeah, it's it's almost a banker on the other side. But um, hopefully there's going to be some surprises this weekend. Anything that you're yeah. looking out for, Steve? I think I will be watching on German TV. There's the Commanders versus the Eagles. So I think I'll give that a watch Mm -hmm. because I haven't seen the Eagles live and I'd like to give them a watch. And also I want to see what Sam Howell is like, a a quarterback. I haven't seen him live either. So I think I'll just watch that game in full. And also pleasant surprise, the clocks go back, which is not usually a nice thing um, in in Germany, I guess all over Europe. And um, that means that the game is at six o'clock for me in Germany, which is u- earlier, an hour earlier than usual, which Makes is quite nice. Yeah. I might even watch the uh, next one because the uh, the nine o'clock game then is the Broncos Chiefs. So I might watch half of that and then go to bed. Uh, i tell you what, and it's quite good because it's half term week in the UK, at least you know for half the schools. And I'm off on Monday, Tuesday. So I'm now looking at... Yeah, so I've got the games up now. So on Sunday, we've got the Rams-Cowboys, which, as I say, I was almost already looking out for and the Bengals that I've not talked about against the 49ers mm-hmm. and the Bengals who have kind of like saw themselves out. the Bengals <laughs> so <laughs> go on I don't want to ruin your flow go on no no uh, but yeah so then we got um on the Monday and yeah those those uh Monday night and Tuesday night get a well no is it Sunday night and yeah, I've got to correct myself because it, it comes up obviously for the UK. It's early morning on Monday and Tuesday. So we've got the Bears and Chargers. And I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for the Bears, I've got to admit. And um, obviously the Lions are another live game. So I very think, good. Yeah. Lions on yeah, that Monday night Lions game. Yeah, that, that should be a good one. Hopefully be interesting. they don't let me down again as I get excited. But I suppose expectations are set now. Well, listen, we have eight minutes until we have your hard stop. So um, let oh, me yeah. jump into sacked coach working and then we can wrap it up. How about that? Go for All it. Right. Go for it. So I'll try to be quick because I wrote a lot of notes on these things. So I will try to be quick. But basically what you were alluding to, the AFC West is a mess apart from the Chiefs. 
So that's the Raiders, Chargers, and who else? Broncos. Yeah. Um, on the oh, hot seat, on the hot seat, Raiders head coach, which is funny because the Raiders are actually second in that division. But Josh McDaniels, I have no confidence in him. Um, they're basically he doesn't seem like a good head coach to me. He flamed out with the Broncos many years ago. His personality rubbed everyone up the wrong way and then was fired into his second season, 12 games in in the middle of the season. That was 2010. He went back to the Patriots with his tail between his legs. This is his second head coaching gig, and it's not going well. You see Mm -hmm. all these players think it's like Devontae Adams is unhappy. I think it was Chandler Jones who got kicked out, their best defensive player or one of their best defensive players. So it's seems to be his head coaching style is not so good. So keep your eyes on that. The second one is in that division. Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach, supposedly a defensive guru when he was at the Rams in 2021 under Sean McVay. The Chargers defense has been anything but good since he joined. And they had a terrible collapse in the playoffs last year against the Jaguars when they were about 28-0 up and then ended up losing that game in the second half. Mm -hmm. How? I do not know why. I do not know how. They have one of the best QBs. He almost got him killed last year when he's playing through, making him play through injury, which was a stupid decision. Chargers don't fire people often, but it's his third season. And I think if he's any more, uh, if there's any more kind of bad performances like this, I think they'll give up the ghost on Brandon Staley. Honorable mention to um, to uh, Sean Payton there for the Broncos because it's not going well. Uh, he's eaten a huge uh, portion of humble pie this season, but it's his first season, so I don't think he'll get fired. More likely, they fire the general manager and probably get rid of Russell Wilson and let him rebuild next season. So that's the AFC. NFC. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of NFC head coaches on the hot seat. First of all, the commander's head coach, Riverboat Ron Vieira. Ron Rivera. Ron Vieira. <laughs> Patrick Vieira. Ron Rivera. <laughs> The league's nice guy, but it's growing old. Uh, new ownership came in in the offseason for Washington. Ron is a bit of a legacy of the past. Um, he doesn't really seem to have a grip on the culture of the organization or kind of understand what's going on in his team. He seems a bit confused about what's happening a lot of the time around his team. Mm. Um, and and I think his, his actual record as a head coach is not so good. Um and he did get to the Super Bowl once, which has kind of bolstered his career. But I think that was mostly down to Cam Newton. I think the Riverboat Ron's days might be numbered because new ownership come in. They want so he's a legacy of the past. If it's not going so well, they'll want to change. They want to put their own guy there. So I think he's very much on the hot seat. I've also got the Bears, even though they won last uh, last week. Matt Eberflus. Now, is he really a good head coach? Does he have what it takes? Um, he's got a very underwhelming record so far as a head coach. One four, lost nineteen. Um, I think he's questionable. The organization is a mess. Um, he was previously the defensive coordinator at the Indianapolis Colts. Does he have what it takes to hold on to this crumbling mess and lead it out of the doldrums? I severely doubt it, but we'll see. Next up, NFC South. That whole division is a total mess. Falcons, top of the division, but Arthur Smith, to me, is a very questionable head coach. Does he get the best out of his players? I think not, so we'll see how that goes. Books, second, but Todd Bowles, is he really a good head coach? Um, It's his second season there, but it's a bit of a boys club there because they're all kind of best friends, so I doubt that Todd Bowles will get fired. But Saints, who are third, Dennis Allen, 
it's just been the Saints look like they're going absolutely nowhere under Dennis Allen. Uh, he was the defensive coordinator under Sean Payton when Sean Payton left and he became the head coach. So I would say Dennis Allen is firmly on the hot seat because if this season is a washout again, the Saints might make a big change and say, look, you know, they're becoming the forgotten. They used to be a superpower and now they're becoming like the forgotten team in the NFL. Like no one gives a crap about the Saints anymore. And sadly, last but not least, Frank Reich <laughs> with his 0-6 record. And uh, we have to remember the Panthers. People think the Panthers were the worst team last season because they had the number one overall pick. They were not. They traded up to get there. So they had the ninth pick in the last season's draft. Frank Reich, he looks like he just looks like he's a broken man at the moment. The reports of a very toxic culture stepping coming from David Tepper at the top, the owner. Frank seems to be a bit crumbling in the role. He's struggled in his head coaching career ever since Andrew Luck retired. He's had a very uh, overall record is pretty poor. 140, lost 39 in his regular season record. I can see him either walking away or getting fired before the season's out. If, honorable if mention. Go on. Go on. I was going to say honorable I mentions. S- uh, I'll be done in one second. Honorable mention to the Titans, bottom of the AFC South, even though I don't think Vrabel will get fired. But he's a very fire-breathing coach who once said, oh, I'll cut off my penis to win a Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> maybe his firebrand tactics of, you know, pumping everyone up are getting a bit tired. And uh, honorable mention to Belichick. We've said that um, he was looked a bit precarious, but they won last week. And I don't think you're ever going to fire the greatest living coach of in all sports. Um, so I think it's too tough to fire that. So I think he will be able to leave whenever he wants. So Let honorable mention retire. to him. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. him retire. We have we have a couple of minutes. So any questions or you want to? I was just I was just I was just going to ask. Obviously, you, I was just thinking, who would you put your money on for um, going first? He's Frank get Reich. First. Frank Reich. And do, you, do you think if Panthers lose this next game, that's going to happen? He he could go this after within this weekend. within the next. If he doesn't get a victory in the next couple of games, yes, I I think he might. Yeah. Okay. Halloween present. Ooh. Yeah. Um. I suppose that leaves us a minute to talk about anything for the weekend. Any recommendations outside of NFL? No, I don't have any. You? Oh, I'm going to watch uh, the some ice hockey tonight. Actually, oh, I'm going to yeah, watch the nice. Berlin Ice Bears. Uh, it's a it's is that a, a new season got... for those guys. It just kicked yes. off. Or... Uh, it's been going. I think it started in September the new season. But I had a I had a, a voucher for my birthday and I didn't use it. So I booked a game. I'll go with a friend tonight. Have a couple of beers. Oh, watch birds. the ice hockey. Yeah, oh, lovely, lovely. And yeah, we've got Halloween stuff coming up. Uh, lots of kids' parties that I've got to deal with. Also, Beckham documentary was really good. I was surprised yes. how good that was. I've enjoyed Amazing. that. Amazing. Nostalgia dialed up to 11. I love it. I think it's just great little it's... insights of Beckham's OCD and also, you know, his dad. Yeah, well, his yeah let's say goodbye dad. to all the dads out all there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye to all good the dads. Goodbye. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be nice to your kids. Be nice to your kids. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that kind of parenting style.